Hey friends, what's going on? You are now listening to the TMJ show, the MD journey show, an entire podcast dedicated to helping students just like you succeed on their medical journey, but doing it with less stress. My name is Lux from an internal medicine physician. I have the pleasure of being your humble host to help you on your medical journey. Let's get started with today's episode. Now, before we get into today's episode, if you're on your medical journey and looking for an amazing all-in-one resource, then you definitely need to check out today's sponsor, Picmonic, that can help you both learn and retain information for the long term. With their library of countless of videos on literally any topic that combine both creative stories and images to help you with that long-term retention you also want, as well as advanced quizzing and spaced repetitions, Picmonic is literally perfect for any student on their medical journey. If you're interested in learning more on how Picmonic can help you succeed on your medical journey, that'll be linked down below. And if you use the coupon code, the MD journey, they've included a super sweet discount for our listeners. If you're a student, then you are basically a pro athlete. You're up there with the likes of LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Phelps. The only difference is it's your brain that's the muscle that made you a top tier talent. Now imagine that just like Kobe, that you could get down to studying and get into the zone where every time you study is just bucket after bucket after bucket. That's called being in the zone or the flow state. And today we'll talk about exactly how to do that daily in your studying. Hey friends, welcome back to the channel. In case you're new here, my name is Lux from Internal Medicine Physician and here on the MD Journey, we make content to help people just like you succeed on their journey doing it less stress. Today, I wanted to talk about flow and specifically what is flow, how you get into it, as well as some of the hacks that I've noticed both through my academic as well as professional life as a doctor of getting into the flow state more consistently. So first, let's talk about what is the flow state. So flow is a concept made famous by the book by its same name, flow written by, uh, let's look that up. Mahaley Csikszentmihalyi. Thank God Google can do pronunciations. And while Mahaley's book brought the concept of flow into more light, it was always something you're more aware of, except you start to think about it in the terms of both sports athletes as well as brilliant geniuses. But the more I learned about what flow was, a few of the phrases that really stuck out to me include it being a subconscious level where your effort starts to feel effortless. One of the phrases I really liked calls flow a relaxed state of high performance. And in most layman's terms, when you're in the zone, when you're in flow, you're able to just tone everything down while doing things at a high optimal level. For example, in a really interesting study, freestyle rappers were asked to go into an MRI machine as they were freestyling. Now, scientists were expecting to have certain parts of their brain have high levels of activity, but instead, compared to normal subjects who weren't freestyling, the freestyle rappers actually had less activity in their frontal lobe. Essentially, they needed less activity in their brain for a very complicated task, such as freestyle rapping. So as we can see, flow is a really desirable state, not only for athletes, but you as a student. So let's talk about a few ways that you can increase the chances to go into flow. So principle number one is to have a distraction use zone. So as I was reading about what other people do to increase their chances of flow, one of the things that almost everyone recommended is to have a distraction free zone, but it's not necessarily something I'd agreed with because right now, my desk and my work area is good enough to be in the zone to create a video. But if you looked at it, you may say, Lux, that's kind of messy. I can't actually work in that situation. So it's more important that you actually have a distraction use zone. And basically what that means is find those common elements that really take your attention away from focusing on your studying. Common things for most students include having their phone, other pieces of technology, annoying music, emails, snacks, that's definitely me, but it's going to vary from student to student. So you don't necessarily need to go out of your way to clean your entire desk. My desk, for example, has a lot of little knickknacks and drinks and little tools that we use for recording some of our videos, but it doesn't necessarily distract me from doing work like studying responding to emails, recording videos. So I'm not gonna go out of my way to clean that. But things like my phone are actually not on this 
task at all. Actually, it's really far away here in this corner, but I purposely put it away so then my focus is here, my phone is actually behind me. Principle number two is to appreciate your Goldilocks value principle. It's really difficult for us to get into the zone if we pick a task that's either really meaningless, so we're just trying to do things to be busy, or on the other hand, something that is very difficult to actually get into. And so for a student, I would argue examples like watching a lecture, it's really hard to get into the flow state while doing that. But on the flip side, a student may have the right amount of mental activity, that Goldilocks principle where everything is nice if they're doing activities such as doing things on a whiteboard and trying to test themselves. It's not super challenging, but it just gets their brain working at the right amount of level where they can feel that sense of progress, momentum, and keep going. And so to be able to apply this Goldilocks principle, yes, you have to have a task that has that right level of difficulty, but also has that sensation of progress. So if you're reading a lecture over and over again, you're going to not necessarily have the tendency of going to a state of flow. You're going to be much more easily distracted. So to increase your chances of being in the zone when you study, pick a task and break it into small pieces of chunks that are challenging individually. But when you put them together, you feel a sense of momentum of going further and further. It's essentially analogous to when a basketball player is getting really hot and they're making bucket after bucket. Eventually, they'll do something called a heat check where they're going to shoot a shot that they probably wouldn't have done earlier in the game, but they just want to see where they are. But they do that because they notice the sense of progress of another shot going down. And so the same thing goes for you when you're studying. Make sure the task is difficult enough without being too hard and make sure you have a sense of progress so it's easier to continue to go forward and remain in that state of flow. Principle number three is to have a predictable workflow. Now, personally for me, when I was a med student, the typical flow that I would like working in is about an hour chunk with a 10 minute break because it gave myself enough time to actually get into the work and then enough break to be able to then be re-energized to go back into it. And because being in the zone typically provides a lot of value, usually I recommend a lot of the students that I work with is finding a two hour chunk where you can do that high level activity. So for example, if you find that 60 and 10 minute intervals works really well for you, a bonus thing you can do is to have two hours at least protecting in a day and if not two and a half to three hours if possible and saying this is the time where I'm going to do those Goldilocks tasks and I know that if I continue to do them one after another, I'm going to be in that sense of flow and I'm going to enjoy the output that comes after that two to three hour window. Hey friends, hopefully you guys are enjoying today's episode. Shortly we'll get back to all of those tips and tricks, but want to give another shout out to our sponsor of today's episode, Pygmonic. If you're on your medical journey and you're like, man, I really need that one resource that can help me both learn and test the material that I need to know for my classes and my board exams, Pygmonic is a resource you're likely looking for with their combinations of amazing creative videos that can help you retain information not only today, tomorrow, and test day, but so much further on. Pygmonic is that resource and also their combination of quizzes that I absolutely love, as well as space repetition. You guys know I'm a huge fan of it. Pygmonic has everything that you likely will need in one combined resource that are constantly adding new material, regardless if you're studying for class as a first or second year medical student, or if you are trying to learn for something for your rotations or a specific board exam, Pygmonic likely has a playlist of videos and content and quizzes specifically made for you. If you're interested in learning more about how Pygmonic can help you on your medical journey, there'll be a link down below. And again, you guys can use the code BAMDJOURNEY at checkout to get a super sweet discount thanks to our friend at Pygmonic. Let's get back to the tips for today's episode. Next, I want to talk about a few hacks that I've used in my personal life that help increase my flow state. So the first thing that I really enjoy to increase my chances of going to a flow has to be caffeine. And this morning I had one of my flow sessions. So as you guys can see in my desk, two things that I have is a coffee cup. It says wifey. It's my wife's. And then I have a monster sugar-free. If you like them, then that's great. But drinking these throughout my sessions and studies have shown anywhere from 120 to 200 milligrams during these high focus states really does help give you that extra brain power to stay focused and also continue to have high output. Hack number two that I really enjoy is to have a start of routine for my flow. Just 
just like any athlete prepares for a big event or a big game with a very repetitive warm-up routine, you kind of have to do the same for your studying. And so for me, that includes cleaning my desk to as far as I need it. I include just having my laptop and this like elbow space as open as possible, putting my headphones on, finding, you know, one of those like study music playlists that I really enjoy, putting my hoodie on, which usually just kind of sits in the back of my desk. I actually have a massage chair that's here. So I usually will start that to really get myself relaxed. And your routine can be as quick or as elaborate as you want it. And then just get to work. Hack number three is to have high flow activities. Now, this was a principle that I learned from a video from Dr. Hardy. I'll link that down below in case you guys are interested, but he basically says that how you do anything is how you do everything. And he shares a story of one of his friends, Steve, who is a famous author, has published a lot of books. And he basically asks him, Steve, like, how do you get so much done? And he basically says, actually ski on a weekly basis and maybe daily basis, but essentially he does something that just gives him such an exhilaration. And having this activity outside of your work for Steve, it's his writing. For us, it would be your studying, but having an activity outside of that, that feels feels exhilarating, that feels fulfilled, that feels also like a high flow state, helps you have flow in the other elements of your life. And so since learning that, I found that I've focused on increasing flow in many different aspects of my life. So for example, fitness, I'm training for a marathon because there is an exhilaration of noticing my time skiing faster, being able to run faster. In my academic and medicine careers, I'm either creating new videos with new concepts, or when it comes to education, I'm learning about more and more things and feeling my intelligence go up day by day. And that also goes for other aspects of my life, including relationships, where I find things that are difficult enough but I know that if I do them continuously, there will be benefits. So there will be certain things that I can do to improve my relationship with my wife, my parents, my siblings. And if I see progress in those relationships, it makes me have a sense of flow there. It makes me want to come and study and become a smarter physician. It makes me want to record these videos and have more energy, better videos, better content. And then also in my fitness, when I'm training for a marathon, it makes me want to push even further and further because I see different examples of progress in all aspects of my life. Now, the next hack that I want to share is not really a hack, but it's more of a principle and how I think about it. And that's to understand that it's okay to have your mind wander. If you've ever tried meditating, one of the main principles that people will say was don't really worry about your mind wandering, just appreciate that it does and bring it back to whatever you're focusing on, whether it's the breath, the moment, a thought. The same thing goes for the sense of flow. If you're really narrowed in to your studying and then you have something where your phone goes off and email goes off and then you go into a 10, 20, 15 minute tangent of not being focused, don't be frustrated at yourself that like now you're no longer focused. Think, okay, it happened. Let's go back. It is okay that that's happened. It's more important that I redirect my energy back to what I really want it to be versus focusing on the frustration of not being able to stay consistent. And from personal experience, being in the flow state has probably led to the most productive year in my life. As the making of this video, we are in December 2021. Um, hopefully this video comes out before the new year's. But this past year alone, I have made more than 80 videos here on YouTube. Ideally, in a few days, I will have run my first marathon. I've created three new courses for the MD journey and finding time to do that in residency is something I'm really proud of. And then also have published a research paper for my academic career. So all of those plus many more makes me feel like, okay, if I get down and have those goalie block sessions over and over again, I'm more motivated to do it even going further. So hopefully 2022 is even more successful than I am to see. But just remember that getting into flow starts with the process of one, making the commitment to take those small actions, even when it's really easy not to do so, and then appreciating those big actions that come from those small steps and then repeating the process over and over again. And if you're noticing that you're struggling to get into a flow state because your studying is just way off, you click down below. There are plenty of free resources and some of the videos that we really enjoy here on the MD Journey. Of those many resources, one of the things I would recommend is the eight-step study course. So if you're not sure how to study, you can look at one of the techniques that I used when I was in medical school that really helped me improve my time, gave me that Goldilocks level of focus, and really just made med school so much more enjoyable. So if you're on your medical journey or if you're a student of any kind, not happy with your grades, consider checking out that course. Again, it's absolutely free. But with that, my friends, if you did enjoy this video, the main thing that I ask is just drop a comment down below. These videos aren't easy to make and edit. So if you do enjoy it, just appreciate just some interaction. Let me know what questions you have, what you guys thought of the video itself. If you did enjoy this video, consider hitting that like button. And if you're new to the channel, subscribe and notification bell as well. If you're listening to this on an audio 
forum because yes we do have a podcast definitely consider subscribing to the tmj show on your favorite podcast listening platform as well as leaving an honest review on itunes and if you enjoy this video you'll probably enjoy this video right here on how to study longer without getting tired as well as this one right here on how elon musk would study in medical school if he's going to be a doctor so check those out as always thanks for being a part of my journey hopefully i was a little help to you guys on yours i'll see you guys in the next one take care my friends peace Hey friends, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did enjoy it, I want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes and definitely consider hitting that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform. And if you want a little bit of extra bounty points, we'd love it if you leave an honest review on iTunes to help the channel and the mission of the MD journey grow. And also, by the way, if you're interested in getting that unfair advantage in medical school and avoiding the most common mistakes that myself and other medical students made, definitely check out our most popular programs we have for you here at the MD journey, including the med school domination bundle, as well as our personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching programs, which will be linked down below. But as always, friends, thank you for joining me on my journey. Hopefully that was a little help to you guys on yours. I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care, my friends.